Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Jennifer, Dr. J. Tebow, and you are on live with The Real Jenny, special edition, Reviving Willow Ridge. We're talking about Willow Ridge High School on today, Wednesday, December 22nd, 2010. Um, I'm happy, all too happy to talk about Willow Ridge High School. Uh, that is the school that I attended. It is the school that made me, helped to make me the person that I am, a very important piece. Uh, the reviving part, I'm sad to have to broadcast um, because of that. And that is, as many of you already know, it is because uh, there is a consideration that Willow Ridge High School will close due to low enrollment numbers. And so I just have to give a... That's like a big-time boo. I had to let the booze, like, run all the way out on that one. It's very hard to believe. Now, it's funny. Okay, so when I first heard about um, the possibility of Bullridge High School, which some say is in Sugar Land, some say is in Missouri City. I consider it Missouri City. Who knows how they've drawn, drawn the actual lines. Uh, but it's a part of Fort Bend ISD. Bullridge High School was the second high school in the growing school district. And uh, I can always tell you that the high school then should never be closed. When I first heard, I was furious. But this absolutely cannot be that you are closing a school that touted class and character um, in an area that really helped to uplift the students, the parents, and the community. How could you consider that? But what I had to remember was, and, you know, I know I like to believe I just graduated from high school, but it has been a little bit, just a little bit. It's been just a little bit. And so I thought, well, you know what, unfortunately I have become shamefully disconnected uh, from Willow Ridge High School, not on purpose, uh, just by virtue of location. I no longer live in the area close, but it's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but not, uh, not certainly not a quick drive down, So I haven't been to basketball game in a while or a football game or attended any academic events. It's been a while. Um, I would imagine many of my classmates who have moved, a lot of that has actually happened. And so um, I'm not saying that I have a free pass or an excuse, but I start to think that, well, maybe there is a good reason why the Willowridge High School today should be closed. I mean, you know, I'm going to be open about that to say my high school then shouldn't be, but maybe today there are some compelling reasons. So just to tell you the story, I actually went to Facebook. I said, great, I will go to Facebook and I'll ask. I've got about 3,000 plus friends on Facebook, many, many who went to Willow Ridge, and I wanted to understand why is it that this high school is in jeopardy of closing. Why is it up on the slate? And so I immediately got the feedback. And I, I could read this um, on Google as well. With, it's because of low enrollment. And so I just want to, this, this show is about providing information and offering others an opportunity who want to come on the show. So before I just continue to go on and on, uh, two things. This is a 45-minute show. 
Um, typically, the the real Jenny is 30 minutes, but I figured I'd extend it to at least 45 minutes. Secondly, if you want to dial in and get on the show, and I really, really want you to dial in uh, to offer your opinion, is 347-637-1837. Again, to be on live on the Real Jenny Reviving Willowridge segment, it's 347-637-1837. This show uh, is, is very unique because once we finish this show, I am recording it through both Ustream TV as well as uh, through Blog Talk Radio. This show actually becomes a permanent part of history within iTunes. And if the administrators are listening, which I hope that you are listening, but even if you're not listening live, I can send a link to this show. So I certainly want as many people as possible to actually uh, to dial in and to offer your comments. I want to read comments off my Facebook about it, but I'm not going to give credit to the person because I didn't ask for permission up front, but I will read some of the sentiments of the things that that I'm hearing. Okay, so interesting. All right, so I said, okay, low enrollment. So what, what does low enrollment actually look like? Okay, so here's the enrollment capacity numbers for all of the high schools in Fort Bend ISD, and this is really important for you to hear. All right, so the capacity, Bush High School, um, has a, a little over 1,900 students, and their capacity is at 84%, okay? Travis High School, they've got a little over 2,200 students. Their capacity is at 95.8%. You've got Austin High School in the school district that has a little over 2,300 students, and their capacity is at 123%, so they're over capacity. Many would say that they're overcrowded. Okay, Kempner High School is at a little over 2,400, almost 2,500 students, and they are at a capacity of 124%. Clements High School has almost 2,900 students, and they're at a capacity of 131%. Elkins High School, it's not, I know it seems like I'm going long, but there's going to be a point to this. Elkins High School is a little over, just over 2,000 students, and they're at 105%. And then we've got Marshall High School that has uh, 1,358 students, and they are at 66%. We've got Willowridge High School, who's at 1,459 students at 71%. You've got Hightower, and I'm talking about these in relation to border schools, so these schools I'm talking about um, you know, Elkins, Clements, these schools are very, fairly close in proximity to each other. So Willowridge High School is at 71% capacity. Hightower High School, which is a border school to Willowridge as far as the zoning is concerned, uh, has a, a little over 2,400 students, and they are at 110% capacity. And then the new high school uh, for the school district is Ridge Point High School, and they currently have 585 students at 29%. Now, a big part of that is because they're a brand-new high school, so their capacity will no doubt change next year. But I want to go back to uh, Willowridge High School and Marshall High School. Those two high schools, those two high schools are the high schools of focus for Fort Bend ISD potentially. Um, now, they are bordering schools, so, of course, easy math says, well, just, combine the schools and put, put both 
put both of the populations of those schools in Willow Ridge High School. That's the easy math of zoning. I know I certainly am not suggesting that zoning is easy, uh, but location-wise and proximity, it would seem that the logistics of busing students becomes easier. What's fascinating is how did we get to a point that you have other neighboring schools that are over capacity? I mean, the, and when I say neighboring, I mean the lines there, you know, they are neighbors. They are neighbors. How are they over capacity? I mean, some to the point of 131% over capacity. And then you get to Willow Ridge High School that is at 71%. And so I took to Facebook and I said, well, what's happening? I mean, how, how on earth did we get to this point? Uh, some people on Facebook, some of the comments I've gotten have suggested that the population, just the general population that lives in the zone areas, that, that, the, that there just aren't as many children living in that area. The children have grown up, they've moved on, and they didn't stay in the area, and so there just aren't nearly as many children in the area. It happens. It happens with a maturing population. I totally understand that. But I want to tell you something that I also found fascinating. Not trying to make this a color thing at all. But however, when I attended Willow Ridge, Willow Ridge was a large population of people of color, primarily African American. So I said, yeah, I wonder what the breakdown is, the ethnic breakdown uh, for for students. Uh, what I found was fascinating for Willow Ridge because the ethnic breakdown at Willow Ridge, okay, Ethnic breakdown, American Indian students at Willow Ridge High School, zero. Mm. Uh, Asian Pacific Islander, one student. I'm not talking percent. I'm talking about one, one student. Shout out to the Asian Pacific Islander student, the one. Uh, black students at Willow Ridge High School, uh, 914. Now, I like to use the term African American, but the government uses the term black, so I'm going to stick with what the government uses at this point. So black, 914 students at Willow Ridge are black, which the percent then of the total population makes it at 62.69% of the student population at Willow Ridge is black. Okay, Hispanic, 538 students, which makes that 36.90%. You're doing the math, you're like, well, what's left? Well, white students, there are five, five white students at Willow Ridge, not 5% five white students at a high school, and that makes their representation at Willow Ridge High School 0.34%, so they're not even up to half a percentage of representation. So the composition of the high school is about two-thirds black, about one-third Hispanic, and then you got six people, six other people out of the whole population that are not black and Hispanic. That's shocking and surprising that the area has has transitioned and matured in that way. Um, it's really interesting. Now, I'm not saying that you go after the heart of a school um, that has a large population of people of color, but I am asking the question, Fort Ben ISD, what are you doing? Because you absolutely do stand to tear away at the fiber to uh, to coin a phrase or to borrow a phrase from Ms. Betty Morgan from Willow Ridge High School. You you are you are stripping away the very fiber and the fabric of that community. Two thirds black, one third Hispanic. Where will they go? They're going to go to overcrowded schools. I mean, is that the solution? 
And I understand that the 71% is a percent that you don't like to see for capacity, but you have to understand it's certainly not that school's problem and that community desperately needs a school in the area, a school of teachers that value their students. So I'll talk about that in just a moment. But then I just want to tell you my, my, my mindset because it was fascinating. So then I said, all right, so let me think back to the history of Fort Bend ISD, right? And I do remember Dallas High School was the first high school in the school district for years and years. Dallas High School actually grew to capacity of over 5,000 students at one point in time. Um, it, again, the only high school in the area. So Dallas High School opened in 1961. Um, eventually, Willow Ridge was the relief school, the second school in the school district in 1979. Uh, Clements High School came along in 1983, so you start to see a rapid development of high schools and a relief, again, from Dallas and Willowridge. So Clements High School opened in 1983. Five years later, you've got Kempner High School in 1988. And then Elkins High School opened in fall of 1992. Austin High School opened in 1995, so three years later. Three years later, you've got Hightower High School opening in 1998, three years later again. You've got Bush High School opening in 2001. And then you've got the very next year, you've got Marshall High School. Remember, Marshall is the other school that has extremely low enrollment in, in Fort Bend ISD for high schools. Marshall High School opened in 2002. So that's really fast for Marshall to open. I don't know um, what the rationale was then. I'd love for somebody to come on and talk to me about Marshall High School. Again, if you need to know what the phone number is, it's 347-637-1837. would love to hear your comments. And then Travis High School opened in, in 2006, and then Ridgepoint just opened in 2010 and uh, this year. So, again, Ridgepoint has low enrollment, but, but they're beginning, so what they have is expected, and we'll see where they go. Um, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of growth really started from, you know, if you want to look at it, from 19, you had steady growth opening in high schools, 92, 95, 98, 2001, but then the other schools in 2000, as they're opening, I don't know the rationale. Did we think, were we anticipating more growth, more movement? Um, you always question the, the growth of schools as opposed to the opportunity to rezone. And I know that they have redrawn the lines several times. I completely understand that. But again, I just wonder why you kill a school. All right, so I'm going to reminisce a little bit in case you're wondering if you're looking. Oh, my poor little bangs, I'm tired. If you're looking, yes, I have my Willow Ridge High School letterman jacket. Um, I actually lettered like five times when I was in Willow Ridge, a very proud Willow Ridge Eagle, and I still am. And it was nice to put the letterman jacket back on again and to just say, wow, this, this really feels good. And so the reason that I wanted to do this show in particular is because very rarely do people go back and talk about how special it was to be at a particular high school. Um, and that's just one person. But the but the truth of the matter is is that my voice really is echoed my sentiments with so many people. I mean, I've listened to other people talk about their high school experience, if it wasn't Willow Ridge, dramatically different night and day different. Um, you know, I asked, I've asked a lot of people, if you had an opportunity to repeat your time at Willow Ridge High School, would you do it? 
And very rarely has anyone from Willowbridge High School said no. Now, I can ask many people about their high school experience. Most people wouldn't dare repeat their high school experience. I loved the high school experience. Uh, when I came in, there was a man by the name of Mr. Glover, which to me, he was as, he was as tall as eight feet tall, but I was really, really short. And uh, I, think, I think Mr. Glover was about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, very tall man with a jerry curl and glasses and very serious about everyone knowing that this was his school. And so he was the principal of our high school. First thing he did when we walked in the door as freshmen, we had a freshman assembly, where he made a point to say, you don't run. And I'm going to tell you what he, what he said, so you have to excuse the, uh, excuse the language, but I'm quoting here. He, first thing he said when he got on the microphone was, he said, you don't run a damn thing. And it's so funny because I was stunned. I said, how could he use that, that kind of language on a microphone? I mean, parents were calling. No parents called in because that man had control of his school, and he had control, for the most part, of the students. The theme was class and character at Willow Ridge High School, and that's what he required from every student that walked in the door. And if you didn't want to follow in that line to grow your class and character, then you could walk out the door and go a different direction. There were all kinds of mechanisms in place at Willow Ridge from the counselors the teachers, to the curriculum, the style the teachers actually taught, um, to the after-school activities that allowed you to grow your class and character. But what stands out the most for me was the, was the Willow Ridge Eagle Marching Band. Now, I was not a band member, uh, which I could have been. I think probably almost everybody did, just watching uh, just, I think, one of the most amazing uh, bands that I've ever seen. Forget high school, forget the fact that it was high school. I'm talking this band practiced, they were tireless, they were specific, they were in tune, they were, you know, to borrow a phrase from drumline, one band, one sound. It was amazing to watch, led by Mr. Ronald L. Thornton. Uh, this was a huge, huge band, I think, with band and and all of the you know auxiliary pieces of the band, as well as the drum majors, the flags. I think we had we must have had fairly close, a little over 200 at least. I've always called the the uh, number 300. It felt like we had over 300 all total, including cheerleaders. But when we got to a football game, it was more than an event. And there was so much pride uh, that you felt, whether you were a part of Willow Ridge High School as a student or you were just attending the event, that you could almost see it. That's how thick that it was. Parents who never had kids going to Willow Ridge High School would attend Willow Ridge High School events, football games, basketball games, because the excitement made you walk away and feel that pride and that class and that character, and that was really important. We pull up to, in particular, a football game with just it seemed like a million buses. I think it was at least 17 to 20 buses. And what school does that? The band was amazing. The band would play as they walked into the stadium, much like you see many well-seasoned college bands. It was an event. People knew the band routine. The band would put the instruments down and break it down because it was so exciting. The term that I want to use here is called engagement. Why do I bring that up? In a a day and age where we're raising, and you've heard me say this before on the show, minor talent in major cities meaning the high school dropout rate 
is alarmingly high in major cities. And so we're churning out fewer and fewer uh, people that are, you know, high talent and educated and being able to contribute to innovation. Willard Ridge High School knew exactly how to keep students engaged. Yeah, I was never in the band, but I knew the band routine. I even remember, this, is, this might sound sick and sad, and you can just judge me later if you want to, but I even remember when we were in biology class dissecting our pigs and goofing around, I made my pig, my dead pig, yes, I made him do part of the band routine to break it down. How crazy is that? I, how, how much do you love your school that during your instruction and a little goofing around, instead of goofing around talking about things that, that were maybe taking you in the wrong direction, I'm still engaged in what the school's activities were. That's Willow Ridge High School. If you're just tuning in, I see we get, I'm getting bunches of people in. If you want to call in, you can dial in at 347-637-1837. Again, 347-637-1837. This is uh, the Real Jenny Radio Show Special Edition, Reviving Willow Ridge. We're talking about, uh, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about what is Willow Ridge High School? If you looked at Willow Ridge by the numbers today, you would you could probably easily make a decision to say, well, 71% enrollment, it's time to close the actual doors. But when you look at the impact that a school has the ability to make in a community, in a major city, in an area that so desperately needs to continually have innovative thinkers and people that have pride, Willow Ridge High School is a necessary piece to the puzzle. It's an absolutely necessary piece to the puzzle. And again, that's that's really why I'm doing the actual show. Okay, so I'm going to go back to a few stats. Um, let me just tell you, uh, let's see. Okay, so I'm going to read a comment that I have on Facebook. I'm not going to say the name, and, um, and so I'm going to read a few things. It said, you know, there's no business case for for closing the school that I've heard. And so if anybody has heard a true business case for why Willow Ridge High School should be closed, why the community would be okay by the impact of closing a school that created champions, not just champions on the athletic field or the athletic court, but champions in life. And if you can give me a good business reason why it is okay to cut those kids off of those opportunities and place them elsewhere. I'll be honest with you. I know a lot of kids that went to some of the surrounding schools that, that were around when I was in high school, namely the Kempners of the world, the Clements of the world. I'm telling you now, I have never, and, I, I, and I'm, I'm doing this like it's the Bible, I have never, ever, 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 ever heard anyone from those schools talk about their commitment and their pride about their experience as you can hear about it from Willow Ridge High School. If anything, you want to bottle up what Willow Ridge High School has to be able to infect that to all your other schools. That's what you want to do. You want to bottle it up. There was absolutely nothing better in this world at football games to watch people who knew all the cheers, who knew all the songs, to be excited about just the momentum of class and character that was constantly building. 
There was no better feeling. College didn't give me that. I went to Texas A&M University, and I'm not sliding Texas A&M at all. But you want to talk about having a special experience where you learn to have passion in a group of people that you didn't necessarily know before, that you that you had excitement for teachers to stick with you. I mean, I talk about this all the time. Anytime you have a school, anytime you have a school that has had challenges, I'm not trying to, to paint Willowridge as a perfect school. I'm not trying to do that. But anytime you have some social challenges and some conflicts in the school, but teachers are willing to stick by that school, understanding that the community needs the, the, the collaboration and the teaming and the collectiveness of those teachers, the staff, and the students, that's when you know that you have something special. I mean, because sometimes school has some little rough moments. But what was so great about it is that through the rough moments, the teachers were there, the staff was there, Mr. Glover, God bless him up to the heavens, Mr. Glover was there to say, not my school. And I would, I, would, I would invite anybody to tell me about their Fort Bend ISD school experience that they had that exact same experience. The funny thing is, I'll tell you this, as I'm waiting for a brave caller to uh, call in, but that's okay. We're doing this show every Wednesday night until we find out what's happening with, with Willow Ridge. But I was, the fact of the matter was I was afraid of Mr. Glover until, like, my junior year. And not saying it, that you want your students to walk around with, with fear of the principal, but it was really more so an extreme respect of his authority and an understanding that he was there to do a job, to keep us safe, to keep us learning, to keep us growing, and that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. And so, but by my junior year, or really the end of my sophomore year, I tried out for cheerleader, and he called me by my last name. He was like, Tebow, I want you to go out there and do a good job. And I, I was just like, okay. And it was so funny now because, again, he, this man was so tall. I was so short. I started high school at about four foot six, four seven. Just this little dot going to high school, and and you know everyone there was my actual guide, the teachers, the the older students. You know that was my opportunity to blossom from you know this this and shed all the junior high thoughts and and really kind of move into this young adult world. That's what Willowridge High School had the ability to do. So I'm going to go back to my Facebook page for a second. Um, you know, and talk about student outcomes. Okay, so why did I want to do this show? Again, going back to the high school dropout rate and the impact and the cost to communities. Now, I am concerned about the low enrollment uh, as it relates to potentially high school dropout rate. What I do believe is that if you take the existing population of students at Willow Ridge High School, what I do believe and put them somewhere else that you may encourage some some additional dropouts. Oh, I see lots of people commenting. Let's see. All right. So I see someone say, I agree, but it isn't happening across the district because of the rift, the reduction in, in, in workforce. Um, all high school classes are large even at other campuses. Yes, but they're not all large. Some campuses have 70%. So how do you go from having a campus at um, how you go from having a campus that has 130% capacity and a neighboring school has 71%. Not saying, again, that this is simple, but don't you redraw lines? I mean, don't you make this simple? 
why would you then close the school and then turn around and cause more strain on the other schools? You just make them more over capacity? Okay, would they close the fire department or police station due to low numbers of crimes or residents? I love that. I absolutely love that. All right, well suited, yep. Let's see. <laughs> you call be bold, brother. <laughs> you guys are crazy on the chat. Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't been looking at my Ustream, my Ustream chat. Um, again, if anybody wants to call in, and I sure hope that, that you do call in, but if anybody wants to call in, 347-637-1837. Again, 347-637-1837 so, so that we can get you on the show. All right, so no brave callers yet. All right, I absolutely love this. Okay, Willowridge needs to stay at 70% capacity. We have students in, in classes of 30. If you bring us up to 100% capacity, we will have 40 to 50 kids in class. Okay, I'll tell you right now, that's unacceptable. Um, thank you very much, well-suited well 33. That's unacceptable to have 40, 50 students in a class. Now, that sounds like a college class, and I will tell you, especially coming from a person who went to Texas A&M that once many of my classes, my freshman and sophomore years, had two and 300 students. Um, when you get over 30 students, that is extremely difficult for a teacher, an instructor, to have a good handle of what's happening in the classroom and a, and a good facilitative eye on learning. Um, and that's a, it's a proven formula. It's not something that I've just made up. I've got my uh, master's in education and curriculum and instruction. And it's just the way that it works for a human being's capacity to be able to to um, tackle an, an entire audience. It sounds like a prison dorm. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, here's, here's the, the funny thing that I've talked about Willow Ridge before. Okay, so Willow Ridge High School, if some people don't know this, uh, had really no windows. Almost there were, I don't think, hardly any classrooms that had windows in the school, which is fascinating. And I made the comment on Facebook, how could you have a school that had no windows yet showed just so many possibilities to their students. That's when you know it's a true testament uh, to the, the uh, teaching staff that you could look up and think, oh, yeah, they, we really did not have, um, we really didn't have windows because we had teachers that kept us engaged, and, and that's really important. Yeah, that's, uh, let's see, okay, so Willow Ridge more efficient at 70%. We can cater to our students better. I kind of like the smaller numbers myself. But I understand if you want to even out the schools. What I do not get, what I absolutely do not get, is how you shut down Willow Ridge potentially and their neighboring schools are over capacity. That's what I don't get. I don't get where the conversation is going at the district level. Now, I know that there was a meeting, one or two meetings last week. I wish someone that was at that meeting uh, would call in. Unfortunately, I was in, in the, the uh, Dallas area and could not make the meeting that was in the Houston, Texas, Mo City area. Um, but 347-637-1837, 347-637-1837, I would absolutely love for someone who attended to provide their, their, act, their comment about what that meeting was about. Um, let's see. Oh, hopefully I see a few people that, that are actually on so that's I said a couple people saying that they were downloading the app now, so hopefully you you are actually on. All right. So here's the question I'm gonna ask. You know, what are we gonna do? 
what are we absolutely going to do to change this? I think the community needs Willow Ridge High School. From the bottom of my heart, I believe the community needs Willow Ridge High School. So how do we keep that high school intact, the class and the character intact? Now, if it wasn't for what Willow Ridge offered, I would maybe suggest a different solution. But Willow Ridge offers the impact and the influence that the community needs to thrive. I'm not so much worried about today, but what does that community look like 10 to 15 years from now if you strip away the elements of uh, class and character and pride in your school and pride in your teachers and your learning and your experience? What does that mean for the school? I will tell you, when you have shifts like this, typically, typically when you have schools like this uh, where schools close down, the high school dropout rate tends to kind of spike, right, because those where they were on the fence aren't going to go through um, trying to go to a different school. Sometimes the zoning is tough, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a longer bus ride and all these things where people just say, forget it, I'm going to drop out. Dropouts cause a tremendous strain on the community. So, you know, what are we going to do to ensure that community that's already, you know, potentially strained, that, you know, so desperately needs the continuance of the themes of class and character, what do we do to make sure, um, you know, that, that this happens? I have somebody say, you know, the school district doesn't want to rezone. And I tell you what, I would agree. I would completely agree. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page, uh, those are now on my Facebook page. Go to my page, facebook.com forward slash Jennifer Tebow. Ask to be my friend. I will accept your friend request. I've got lots of stats. I'm probably going to put them back up to the top again. But somebody suggests on the chat, if you rezone, if you look at the ethnic breakdown of all the schools in Fort Bend, just do it subjectively or objectively. Look at it objectively, the ethnic breakdown. A large concentration of the people of color in Willow Ridge are in Fort Bend ISD or in the Marshall uh, Willow Ridge High School area, a large concentration. Now, that's not necessarily something that the district did. Uh, it is the way they drew the actual lines, though. I mean, they could have drawn the lines a little differently to, to spread out to the actual way that ethnicity went for the school, uh, for all of the schools. But... It's the area. I mean, that's the area. When, when you have neighborhood schools, you tend to have a high concentration of those people in the neighborhood. I get it. I think that is uh, someone on my Facebook page said that's called resegregation. So we had segregation, desegregation, and now, we did, now we've gone to resegregation. So we have figured out a nice way to still keep the schools fairly segregated. Again, how do you have a whole high school that has only six people, only six, that are not black or Hispanic. How, how does that happen? How did you draw the lines? I mean, did you give it to Stevie Wonder to draw the lines? No offense, but, I mean, that just shouldn't be. I would like for our students to have exposure and experience with a, with a wide variety of ethnicities and cultures to prepare them for the world. And so truly being in a high school that is all people of color doesn't necessarily give you that. Now, I say all that to say that when I attended Willow Ridge, we had, you know, our numbers were different. I think we had far more, um, I think we had more than 52% black. We probably had about 80 to 85% black students. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, hey, I mean, you know, I, I'm a person of color, so I'm, I'm black. So maybe that could be it. But what I will say is, is that Willow Ridge High School prepared me for life. 
that it did. Willow Ridge High School prepared me to go to Texas A&M University, which was dramatically different from Willow Ridge High School, and still survive that experience. Um, that, that, that's really, really important. That's really, really important. So I don't have a brave person yet, 347-637-1837. My chatter, y'all call me. I see you guys are typing like crazy. Use those fingers and dial, 347-637-1837. Uh, call in because I, I definitely would love to hear if anybody attended that, that event. If not, I think I'll make sure and plan to have a, uh, a couple of guests on the next show. But, again, why is this a topic? Why do I have to give do a show about reviving Willow Ridge when this is a school system that has, I think, contributed to some of the positive nature of and reflection of Fort Bend ISC? I mean, Fort Bend ISC, did we forget that our Willow Ridge band was the first high school band to lead the Rose Bowl Parade? I mean, that was a school that prepared students beyond playing their instruments and prepared students to, to reflect an entire school district and a community so well that they were the first high school, uh, that they were the first high school to lead the Rose Bowl Parade. If someone asked me, you can watch the board meeting on Fort Bend's website. When is the board meeting? When is the board meeting? Well, Sue, 32. When is the board meeting? Everyone's saying, I need to watch. Yes, I agree. I do need to watch the board meeting. When is the next board meeting? My wonderful chatters. I mean, they are on top of it. Oh, I some speed typers right now. Um, you can link to the URL. Oh, they took the URL off. Okay, send me. They took the URL off. I'm sure you see that too. Um, but if you call me and you can give it to me, then everybody can have it. The next board meeting is January 10th, and um, it looks like they do that. Like they saved the video from the prior one, so I am going to watch the actual board meeting. Um, if it's all possible, I'm going to try to be at the uh, at the board meeting if if they allow uh, the public to attend. And for fun, heck, I'll I'll even broadcast my show right outside of the board meeting. Heck, why not? Right? What are you going to do? Okay, you know, I am not just a student; I'm a proud student. I was Willow Ridge High School's um, first All-American cheerleader. I take that seriously. That means that I have to represent the school. And that means when I talk about the school, people who've never heard of a Willow, a Ridge, or a, or a Missouri City, I talk about the greatness that it is to represent the school through awards, through accolades, but through blood, sweat, and tears, as I learned. That's really important. Okay. Somebody um, <laughs> said I need to work with the church. <laughs> Y'all are wrong on the chat. Um, okay, Willow Ridge is having a rally on January 9th in uh, McNair Auditorium, I'm assuming. Uh, it's so funny that McNair comes up. So I've got, like, one of my yearbooks. Um, I don't know if you can see it. I've got one of my yearbooks up, and I was looking at, uh, where is it? I was looking at one of the pages, and it talked about a big accomplishment for this year of the yearbook. It was the 91-92 school year. One of the big accomplishments was the McNair Auditorium opened up. Um, and that is a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, a, a new addition to the ridge. So they broke ground. Um, let's see. They actually broke ground. It will seat approximately 1,200 people, um, and it was slated to be completed after I left, so right after I left, September of 1992. 
And that was an exciting time for our high school to get that auditorium as well to be named the McNair Auditorium. Very rarely do we get images of vision and images of leadership and championship and success in life, and Willow Ridge High School gave us that. They gave us that through the, through the, the naming of, of uh, our auditorium, uh, Krista McCullough High School, uh, the first woman. They gave us those pioneering examples in our faces. They gave it to us with our teachers, and they gave it to, to us through our experiences, and that was really, really important. Okay. All right, so everyone's talking about Quanell X, so I, I need to uh, Google him, too. They were saying he speaks the truth, and I think I've heard from Quanell X before. Uh, but at any rate, all right, so I'm going to get some guests to come on this show. So let me tell you a little bit about this special segment. Usually on Wednesdays, uh, I will broadcast some special edition, a special topic, and so I've dedicated that every Wednesday this will be my special topic. Uh, for the Real Jenny Radio Show, Reviving Willow Ridge. I want us to send a message and to be ready to talk about exactly why it is that our that our, our community needs the high school, and let's unearth the real truth as to why Willow Ridge High School is really on the chopping block to begin with. I have my speculations, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until at least next week to tell you exactly why I believe that Willow Ridge High School is on the, is actually on the uh, chopping block. All I know is there are no good reasons I can come up with, and I've tried to be as fair as possible, as unbiased as possible, to understand why it is a consideration to close the school versus other alternatives. Um, if if you have to if you have to push me uh, into a corner and make me say uh, what I believe will happen, I believe that there will be a, a tremendous amount of pressure from the community not to close the school, and at the end, they will painfully rezone. But what I will tell you is it is a shame that we have to go through this kind of struggle and fight to save something positive in the community. We should be using our energy to struggle and fight against the war on drugs, not the war on education. I mean, that's what we should be exerting our energy for. There are kids dropping out every day. We're not even talking about that. We're talking about saving the kids that want to go and get educated. And guess what? Two-thirds of them are black, one-third of them are Hispanic, and five or six other people are none of those two. So, Fort Bend ISD, I want you to come on my show. I want someone from Fort Bend ISD to represent your side and tell me why this is on the chopping block and explain to me what your position is to exactly why you're interested in discussing closing the school. Because you can't propose something without without all the other board members, you know, at least agreeing that it's worthy of voting on. You can't propose that. So that means there are several people enough on the board that believe that it is worthy. The sad thing is that there's a lot, a big sentiment that says if you all come, Fort Bend ISD, if you come on the show, that you're not going to give me a straight answer. I want you to prove everybody in the community wrong. Come on the show. Don't be a coward. Do not be a coward. Come on the show and tell the community and tell the district, Fort Bend ISD, honestly, why this is a good move for the community. That's what I want to know. If I can. 
If I can agree with that, good, fine. But I want to hear what you project is the impact for closing a school that projects class and character and pride in self and the others around you and your learning and your experiences. You have to explain that to the community. You owe that to the community. So, all right, so I, before I start, like, balling up my little fist and getting mad, I'm going to bring it to a close because I've got about one minute left. But this is not over. Fort Bend ISD board, uh, you have you have awakened the uh, the Willow Ridge Eagle within, and I want answers. And so just expect that I'll be calling you in the between time of the shows because our community deserves to have a voice and we deserve to be represented well and we deserve the truth. If you want to tell me you just want to close the school of blacks and Hispanics, then tell me that and let's move on. And then we can address the real issues of racism or discrimination. But you're going to have to be honest with what your decision is, or else I promise you it will haunt you, and Mr. Global will be waiting on you. At any rate, it's been real. This is the Real Jenny uh, radio show. Jennifer, Dr. J. Tebow is going to get hot, and we're going to thank you so much for attending, and I'll talk to you soon.